to the second episode of the Grand Artique Podcast. I'm Peter Stratt. And I'm Dan Hickey. Welcome, welcome. This week, we are headed to sound meditation, sound sound healing. What is it? What Help me out, Dan. It was, uh, they call it sound healing. Um, it's uh, basically, they play some sounds, you do some breathing. Um, right. You'll hear all about it in a few minutes. Um, but before we get to that, I, I'd like to talk about some things that I, I think, something that I did for the first time this week. I cut a couple trees down. All so on, you're uh, just going to switch gears on the sound, <laughs> the sound healing to trees. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll, we got we got an hour of them talking. Uh, well, there's something I wanted to point out. We will get to the trees. All right, we're teasing the trees. Let me. Let me. Uh, it's not that big a deal. This I cut is on down top. some trees. No, know? hold on. We're going to get to those trees. <laughs> I mean, there were palm trees, and they've been driving me crazy for a long time. Palm trees are not indigenous to California, folks. All right, but so. What I wanted to point out was, I just wanted to add some perspective because there, uh, you guys are going to hear uh, Dan and I actually at this sound healing um, event. Or yeah, here's here's what we heard when we first showed okay. up. Yeah, so we walk into this room and the lights are all it's very dim, low and. And the music, or, it, or 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 vibrations, or tones, or whatever. You know, we're not hip to the lingo. No, yeah. So, we tr- what I what I wanted to point out is we truly took uh, the mission of our show is to get people to go out and to actually interact in communities, actually go out and do and be and do some stuff. And if we're going to ask everybody to try this, well, then we had to do it. That's the point. We're going to go out and we're going to try new things. And this really is a new thing for us. Like, this is something that I don't think Dan or I would do. Um, so- I mean, maybe more now than we would have in, in the past. Uh, certainly for me. I mean, well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I one of my big struggles every day is getting out of my house, and we've talked about this. Is like I don't, right. I don't like leaving the comfort of the womb that is my right. But my if I, manner. but if I call you and I say, "Hey, man, Rose Bowl, Pasadena," which is very near to where we live, I out the door, t- ready to go. Right, I have two yeah, tickets yeah, to the I'm big in. game. You and I yeah, are going. Yeah, because yeah, it's you know what, like I know what to expect. Yeah, and it's, it's a short trip. Beer, it's light traffic. Yes, yeah. And we know what to expect. Right. We know the lingo. We're going to know how everyone talks there. But 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 this is this is Santa Monica, which. We went to Santa Monica, which is far away from Highland Park in the sense that, what, it's probably 12 miles, but that can be, not can be, it is quite regularly an hour drive. And I think it took right. us about an hour to get there. Yeah, well, it was raining yesterday. Was, uh, yeah, if you there's know, rain in Los Angeles, then shut it down, shut it down. Yeah. There, uh, I grew up in Portland, Oregon, and when we got one inch of snow, the whole town would shut down. That would be it. That's it. Everyone stay home, stay home. It is, you know, for a long time I thought I was exaggerating when I say, when I said this, but now I'm certain I'm not. It is exactly like an inch of snow in Portland, Oregon when it rains in Los Angeles. People yeah. stay home. They're like, call the yeah. job. I just was standing at a deli. Well, it gives everybody an excuse to not be outside. Everybody exactly. said it's an, you know, your whole life you're told it's a beautiful day to go outside. Well, every day is a friggin' beautiful day. Here. Okay, wait, wait. I'm so, just standing in line at this deli and these two couples bump into each other. Oh, you're not at soccer either. And I was not in New York. I was in California. I don't know why I'm using <laughs> it. But, 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 
<laughs> the New York Jew. Oh, you're not all enjoy the deli. <laughs> no, okay. So, but so this person was saying, this man was saying to the lady, "Oh, I see your cheeks are red. All oh, that wind is out there because there's a little bit of wind today." And then he proceeds to say they've shut down all Burbank soccer games because of the wind. I grew up in Portland, Oregon. It rains and snows, and we played Wait, soccer. This was today and everything. or yesterday? Today, today, the high winds shut down all soccer games in Burbank. Was it windy today? I don't know. Uh, I didn't. I mean, we're we're 15 minutes from yeah, Burbank. But I still, can't still, it was windy. It would have been a good kite day. It would have been a good right. a good day to cut fly. Wind, wind stopped a soccer game. That's how soft California is. And I've lived here for 18 years now, yeah. so I'm picking on myself. Right, let me set the scene here for okay. you. What what Pete's wearing too? If we're talking about soft, yeah. Pete's got a parka on in my yeah. house and a, a hat, a puffy, a full a skull. Flannel. Hat like a, a cotton yeah. or, or wool hat on his yeah. head. Yeah, it's sixty-five degrees in my house. He's acting like it's negative thirty. No, I'm Look, surprised. He I have, have gone soft. On. I've gone soft. I I I don't know that we have time for the long explanation right now. But uh, I suffered from hy- hypothermia a few times in my life. Yes. Uh, it come, well, how did how did you get hypothermia? Pete? <laughs> I know. I know. It's like, <laughs> let's let's so, let's do this one. But I want to like, come on. Let's let's tell but, the audience. But I want to know you. Let's I, tell the audience. I want you to know one thing, Dan. <laughs> it took till episode two. <laughs> I know. I didn't say it in episode one. I, I intentionally I didn't I mention it. And as a matter of fact, what, what didn't you tell the audience? Yeah. You know what though? You know what though? Tune in to episode three. I'm gonna tell you. Find I'm out tell you. why I got to tell you right no, now. No, you're not okay. gonna tell. Don't we'll tell. Save it. Don't tell. After save the it. Break after the break. That's McLovin. A shout, out. <laughs> That's a shout out to the Dan Patrick show. Okay. If you're listening, Dan. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure DP is spending his quality time <laughs> just after while he's at spin class listening to the Grand Artique podcast. Sure episode two. Episode two. <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay. Back to right. sound meditation. Yeah. I just want you guys to understand, um, it, you know, because I'm sure that if you listen, we've already done the interview. And if you listen to the interview, you might go, wow, these guys are just, just love festing these people. But you have to understand that we are both grew up in bully heavy seventies. When we were kids, it was the seventies yeah. and bullies were in charge. And, and you didn't want to wear the wrong t-shirt. You didn't want it. You didn't want to try anything new because right. it was scary. Right. Uh, Bill Burr, the comedian, yeah. has yeah. a whole bit that yeah. he talks about where like yeah. he's still living as an adult running from the bully. Yeah, you know, we happen to work in a creative field, but I don't I wouldn't say that either one of us growing up probably was like the weirdo artistic kid growing up. No. We were we sat right in the middle, didn't want to yeah. stand out. Maybe we crack a few jokes, but I was certainly not the guy who was who was taking chances, uh trying new things. No. no I know, had normal yeah. like middle of the road haircut. I had yeah. my my uniform was plain t-shirt, yeah. Yeah. plain jeans, yeah. as middle of the road shoes as I yeah. could. I wasn't mohawk yeah. I wasn't die anything. I kept it low key. Yeah, I, was, I, I did everything when I got out of high school, right. but, but after, but before that, I was I was trying to yeah. I was trying to be everyone's friend. Just trying to get along with everybody. Yeah, so it's not like it's in our natural DNA to go out and try kind of weird things. It's really a, it's 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 a you really have to push yourself to go and try right. things that are are outside of the norm, right. for yourself, um, which is. 
and every time I've done it, I feel like it's been like I'm always like, well, why did I wait so long? Yeah. Why did Why didn't I do this before? <laughs> <laughs> well, this everybody should know about this. This is This is so cool, man. Like, but. <laughs> Right, I mean, uh, yes. it, but it, but it, it, but yes. I have to learn that lesson every single every time. single time in every single everything. And then, like, I'm like, I uh, I don't like to be touched, so I, like I I'm I'm not into getting massages. And then, like, a bunch of people are trying to convince me, oh, get a massage, get a massage. And at oh, one, you should definitely get a massage. At one that. point, the Grand Artique, the company that we work for, that we're doing the podcast for, they got a masseuse to give everybody that was doing this huge build. They got a masseuse, and I was like, I, I finally did it. And I told the masseuse, I'm like, look, I'm ticklish. I'm not really interested in being touched. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. She's like, I know how to do this. It'll be great. And guess what? It's exactly what Dan just said. It was awesome. And I was like, what took me so long? Why didn't I? Why yeah. would I? Yeah, what, I know why was I so The majority of you out there are like, well, well, that's not doing something risky. But I mean, it's all, it's it, all, it, it depends on the person, right? I mean, everything. That's a know, whole nother yeah, story. Yeah. Some of you may think, who gives a shit? Like going to the sound healing. What? You're going, oh, you're going to go hang out in a room with a bunch of cool people. And, but for me, it's, it's not just going to do something different. It's going to do something, uh, that requires me to leave the house and I don't understand fully. You know, it, yeah. I don't understand the point. I'm a skeptic, and it's also like so. This is going to cut into my 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 Netflix time. Yeah, my and TV time. But, but also, I'm I'm definitely still. I can't remember the guy's name. He was so cool. He rode this big skateboard, but he was kind of the in charge of what was cool and what was not cool when we were kids. Oh man, the name is right on the tip of my tongue. He turned out to be a great guy, but you know, when he had all the power, he was the big guy. But he would be like, that ain't cool, bro. Don't do it. That jacket you're wearing ain't cool. He would have said, sound healing what? No, no, that ain't cool. That, you know, <laughs> like yeah. that ain't cool. And so I think I'm still at 46 running away from this, you know, this bully that has probably he has no idea he he's not he wasn't a bully he didn't hurt anyone he just he just had control of what was cool and what wasn't cool and it's still and stuck in my head and and really you know we started the podcast to get us to go out yeah so so and so it's and and this is week two and it's it's been an experience and i'm i'm excited about all of it i i'm excited about what we both saw and learned at this place and and i'm excited to knock down barriers inside of my brain that make me think you know the the judgments that i have placed on me by me i'm i'm excited to get those out of the way and i gotta say there's even still one part even though you know we're open to all these experiences where i found myself judging myself it's it was this part right here we were all asked to make some sounds yes and this like we had done a couple of sounds so maybe you guys have heard of like oming or whatever it's where you you could take a deep breath and you let it out and so the first couple of things that we did were like vowels and it was very easy and it could go deep but the next one was such a struggle for me it sounded like this do one last vowel which is e e this, 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 this oh, it, it was so hard for me. I listen to us all. Sound a little weird at first. Not used to <laughs> yeah, yeah it will so sound a little weird, Ashley. That's Ashley. She, you're going to meet her so, in a couple minutes. Deep breath in. <laughs> right? I mean, so we're sitting around a couple of guys that want to be drinking beer and watching the Patriots or the Blazers. We're sitting around going. And you know what? 
there's something to all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. Darn it. Yeah. That was, that was probably the hardest moment for me the whole time. That was, that was right there. Oh. Like I, it just, I was so self-conscious cause we're, we're right next to other people and some people that you don't know. And like my voice started cracking and I did yeah. like, and this is yeah. maybe five or 10 minutes into the whole experience. And, and this is the sound we're trying to make. And I couldn't make that yeah. sound. The yeah. first, I couldn't first pass. I yeah. didn't hit it. Yeah. I didn't either. Well, I, like, I, sta- well, I started low. I started low and yes. everybody went high and I tried to go up and it just, it, yeah. I started hearing myself and then I just shut down. My and then, like, I, then, I did it, then I tried it again e- and I tried to start high <laughs> and I couldn't do it. I'm like, Oh, that's a disaster. Yes. And so all these things I'm thinking about, well, I'm yes. doing this and yes. then and then it just flowed from there after that everything broke loose for me and it was great but at no point could i get that hard sound and so i was you know i went through this whole judgment phase myself it's it, yeah there's a lot to be learned by stretching your everything yeah yeah okay well should we should they should we yeah yeah um, so coming up next uh i guess it, let's say his name right. Torkum. Torkum. We have Torkum. We have Torkum Jai and Torkum Jai and Ashley Newmeister. And Ashley Newmeister are the two. Ashley is the breathing expert, and Torkum Jai is the sound expert. And they they got us breathing, and Torkum got the the these vibrations and frequencies going in this room, and um. You know, if you were a super duper skeptic, at best you would walk out and say, that was very relaxing. Like, if you don't want, if you don't want to believe that sound waves are actually out there and actually can move through your body. First of all, for all the super duper skeptics, look at the video on YouTube of the Tacoma Narrows Bridge. It's a huge bridge and they built it a certain way that when the wind blew it at a certain speed, it created a frequency, a sound frequency that destroyed the bridge. Yeah. It blew up a bridge. Sound is there and sound is powerful. Yeah. And I think it, it makes sense when I, you see how it can affect the physical realm. Right. Like that's a, that's a, that's film taken in the forties. Right. Of the physical manifestation of sound destroying something. Yes. I mean, we've seen it, we've seen it in cartoons and all those TV shows where you see somebody, a woman, you know, an opera singer shatter glass. Right. So we know that it can affect so the physical realm. That and, and just you're in a room. I think you and I were shooting a television show one time in Palm Springs and that sound man accidentally turned on the sound system at full freaking blast and we were on the dance floor and everyone ducked, covered their ears and ran out of the room. That's yeah. That's, that's yeah. That's it, sound. Yeah, that's, that's do it. Just, it hurts. It's just it sound. Can hurt you. Yeah. So so I I certainly believe that sound exists, and and if something can be made to hurt, then why can't it be made to uh, to heal? And I've heard songs and uh, concerts that pulled me in and expanded my way of thinking about things, and and that's just listening to music and then thinking. So. I mean, I, I, I would say try this out, experience this because I'm, I'm not, I'm not the sit still, relax kind of guy. And this, this sort of, uh, f- you know, helped me get to relaxing and facilitated really calm, relaxing, peaceful moment in my life. And if that's all it did and if that's the only way you explain it, I can't see how that's a bad thing. Yeah. All right. All right. Enjoy. Enjoy the listen. 
There you go. <laughs> okay, guys, we're here right now with uh, Ashley Newmeister and Tokum Jai. Torkum. Torkum Jai. Yeah. Torkum Jai. Okay, great. Uh, we, uh, Pete and I last night went and, uh, did a, it's sound healing is right. Is that, is that what it's called? Breath work and sound healing. Yep. Yeah. Well, how would you describe it? Like what, what, what did we, what did we experience last night? It's a curated experience where you do a specific breathing pattern and also listen to sounds that are designed to be very healing. And so it's a, it's a transformational relaxing experience. So what 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 kind of healing are we talking about like what 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 does that mean healing like are my bones being knit up together what's i mean what's what like for, we're just gonna go right into it just there yeah yeah okay cool. yeah really? like well i mean let, let's let yeah let's let's define it because because yeah. i mean that's the first thing i wonder like okay it's great i think well, it's a really, really good question right can i just get right to the source of that yeah um the way i see it your body already heals doesn't it so if you get a cut you're you're you know you're gonna you're, you're going to bleed and then there's going to be a coagulation of blood and then there's going to be a cell regeneration and then you're going to basically have your, your skin is going to get sealed. Uh, when a lizard loses its t- um, tail, it regrows. So we have some component of this like regrowth that takes place, especially when we sleep. Right. So what is healing? I'd say the best healing is when what your body already does. Right. right. So I guess what we do is we use the technologies of breath and sound to optimize and just basically get you closer to a space in which you're connected to your body's mechanism to repair itself, as opposed to like, we are some magical mystical healers, which I think gets lost a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. And especially if you look at Facebook and you know, this modern day of escaping what you are for something, a greater story of yourself and the festival culture and everyone's a healer and shaman. Right. Right. So I think, well, it, which leads to a lot of skepticism, you know, especially for somebody like me, you know, you know, I grew up on the East Coast. Where are you guys from? You guys from California? I'm born here. Born here? Yeah. From Minnesota. You're from Minnesota. Minnesota? So, Small town. <laughs> right, right. So all this stuff, you know, I mean, California definitely has this, this perception of being, you know, especially with the crystals and the rocks, you know, like a lot of which is earned and some of which is unearned because it's not understood. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think my perception uh, may have been a little bit of that, but I've been here for 20 something years. So it's, yeah. it's not the same. Rightfully so. Right. Right. And so like, especially you start integrating yourself into different subjects and different cultures that, which is kind of what the point of this sh- whole show, this podcast is kind of about putting ourselves in situations and making ourselves go and experience things that we n- wouldn't necessarily do normally. Right. You know, which is why we picked the sound healing. You know, it's something that we've seen. I know I've seen this, for 10 years, 10, 15 years since I kind of got involved with all this stuff. And, and, you know, you see it and you just don't really understand what it's about. When you say you've seen it, you, you're saying you've seen sound healing or a thing that people were calling. Right. Sound exactly. I, or okay. I, you know, you, you go to uh, like Burning Man and you, you know, you see, you go to center camp and there, there'd be, you know, mm-hmm. all sorts of things like Crystal that. Bowls or right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, out in, what is it? The thing out in Joshua tree? What's, what's uh, Integratron. Integratron. Yeah. I've actually you know? slept in there. It's yeah. really Oh, and everybody amazing. says it's amazing. Right? It is it's supposed to be great. Mm-hmm. I almost I was going to try and go up there this morning, but you need, apparently you need a reservation. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah you're not going to just be able to walk in. Right, we're now. moving quickly through things like Burning Man and Joshua <laughs> Tree and all that. But, but I think Dan's point right now is that there's many different ways. There's many there's many different types of sound mm-hmm. healing that he's seen, and we did one specific thing correct mm-hmm. right last night so right. quantum harmonics uh is a system i created and me and ashley we we 
basically work together to fuse um, our like facilitation and our, our systems um, into one experience. So right. she's the breath guide and I provide sound. I also do my own sound healing work just on its own, just bare bones, pure sound right. uh, meditation experiences around LA monthly I yeah. have for six years. Uh-huh. So um, what makes the quantum harmonics different from other modalities is it doesn't use gongs or bowls or chimes. It just is really more about a tonal uh, like wash of synth harmonics. And it's, it's, it's part musical. It's part droney. It's part, uh, like a sound massage because I use subwoofers. So it's kind of playing into multiple different um, components and aspects from my perspective and how sound can influence and affect our consciousness, our meditative practice, and our overall sense of health and wellness. So it's been an interest of mine for like a ten, 10 years, and I've been sharing this for about six. Right. So yeah. this is audio jikundo. It kind of is. It's like it's like sound yoga. There's a there's actually nada yoga. Uh-huh. Nada in uh, Sanskrit means the sound current, sound channel. So this form it's a branch of yoga that is relating to sound, the mantra using vibration, right? Which came after breath, right? So okay. When you're born, what was the first thing you did? You started screaming, right? But what did you do before you screamed? Took a breath. Breathe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like creation. There you go. Creation starts with a breath first. So breath like, and a scream. I like that. Breath and a scream and explosion <laughs> and then humans. Yeah. That fast forward. <laughs> All right. So we got to there. Right. So breath, scream, we were born. Uh, so you, I'm, uh, this is always fascinates me because, you know, people's journeys to where they are standing right now. Right. So mm-hmm. you came from Minnesota, Ashley. Mm-hmm. Um, what, well, how did you, how did you end up becoming somebody? Cause I've actually, I've met you before and we've done some breath work before together. Mm-hmm. What, how did you end up becoming some how did you guys meet how did you get involved in this kind of work right like what like you little girl you didn't you did were you six years old and you just no. had a passion for it or no definitely not no kind of like you you know i came from small town in the midwest i moved out to california about 11 years ago and i started to see all of this these other things that were happening in you know things that i'd never even heard of and i was very judgmental too and well, why'd you come to california uh, I, to do music supervision for film and TV. Okay. So I finished college here. I went to school in Chicago and then at Columbia and did an extension program here, stayed here, got a job. I do work in the entertainment industry as well as a music supervisor. And so that's what kept me here. And then I honestly, you know, people ask me this and I'm like, I try to trace it and I don't exactly know the full trajectory, but, um, I definitely ended up traveling And um, I went to India and was there for about four months and started to really dive deep into these things that I was first exposed to in California, like Reiki and energy work and crystals and meditation and all these things that were new to me. And while I was there, I had time to explore them and learn a lot more about breath work and sound healing. And then when I moved back to Los Angeles, I went to a breathwork session that was facilitated by one of my teachers, Michael Brian Baker, and it was the particular breath that I facilitate now. And it like was so impactful and it, I, you know, I started crying and it was very emotional and I was just curious and like, what just happened there? Like, I need to learn more about what's actually happening with this just breathing, you know? And so I ended up getting the opportunity to train with him and learn how to facilitate these sessions. And 
it's, I don't know, it just has brought so much value to my life that I feel like it's, I'm really passionate about sharing it with people because it's so simple, you know, like just a certain way of breathing. And, and then also, you know, I got interested in the sound piece and I also do a lot of sound on my own as well, but it's more about using your own voice and vocal overtoning and toning and learning how we can use our voice for basically we can be our own medicine, you know, with our own voice and our own breath. They're these simple things that we can all learn that really alter the way that we feel. And so, you know, as I was getting interested in these things, I definitely had that like judgment piece still coming from small town. Like, what are my parents going to think of me? You know, like this is woo woo and out there. And is there really any value to this? And so like I went through that whole like, I guess, internal struggle of really um, accepting part of my path is like to share these things. And but I mean, as you experienced, like there's something going on. Right. You know, there's an obvious shift. Yeah. When you have these experiences. What do you say to woo woo naysayer? that that you run into now that's like oh you're just talking about hocus pocus yeah who we do a hippie shit right what do you say to that person i just have them take three deep breaths and slow down for a moment and just be like did you feel a shift like it's pretty obvious right it's you know i like that my my (laughs) uncles are both surgeons right um, and having one in the family is like like one thing you know and for two brothers it's kind of crazy rare and so there's always this like huge amount of like pressure, like, wow, they're highly intelligent, highly accomplished, very, um, studious, scholastic people who, um, I, you know, you don't want to disappoint your family. Sure. Even extended right. You don't want to, you, you don't want to be black sheep. Oh yeah, God. You don't want to be. Yeah. 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 So many it's like, Oh, we got to pay for Torquem like, to go down to totally. go down to Tijuana for the weekend Straight for the up. family vacation. Um, <laughs> so, so I've been through moments, you know, there's been Thanksgivings and Christmases where, you know, I was the fluoride guy or the vaccine conversation conversationalist or whatever, you know, right. and like shit went crazy. But over the years, wait, 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 wait. I was the fluoride guy. I don't <laughs> yeah, get yeah. that. Like, the fluorides, you know, oh, you haven't heard this? You know, getting no, fluoride out of the water and the yeah. toothpaste because, right. you know, makes you impotent or something. Right? Yeah, oh, just, oh, oh, copy that. You were, you were bringing this up to the family. I, you know, right, Thanksgiving, right, Christmas. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. UFOs, I've totally been there. I've told you. Yeah, okay. was yeah. actually, you know, yes. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. the Illuminati? Yeah. I mean, you got to know about the Illuminati. Towers were the inside and job. It's kind of crazy how now, now yeah. everyone's like, oh, you were uh, right about something. Yeah, of <laughs> but, but the point is, like, I guess, I guess to back up what Ash was saying, like, what's worked for me with my family members right. was like one time I was just sitting with my uncles uh, and they're like, so what the hell do you do? You know, it's Christmas, or I'm just drinking a little bit, smoking cigars. So what the, what is, what the hell, what is it that you do? I was like, all right, we're going to make this sound together, take a breath in, and we're going to go, ooh, like, you know, I just made a resonance sound. Right. And we did it together and he was going louder and I was going louder and he was going louder. And then we were both just like sustaining this like sound together and then it stopped. And I looked at him. He was like, I don't know what the hell we just did, but that was incredible. And he just (laughs) loved the experience. (laughs) So I realized that, you know what? Forget about explaining to people. Forget about trying to, you know what the problem is when you experience spiritual states of uh, consciousness? All of a sudden, it's your duty to be Joan of Arc and go spread the mission to everybody. Uh, yeah, convert, right, yeah. Now right. You're, now you're going to yeah. convert everybody to some truth. Yeah. That you Evangelical. Think you, yes. Yeah, whatever. That you think yeah. you figured out that they're yeah. never going to get there on their own timeline right. or they already haven't yeah. or they're just, you know, and, and it's up to you to be the one to bring that to them. Right. Yeah. So, so what I've, I guess for me to just shortcut past all of that is just like 
like she said, just take a breath, right? Make a sound with me and let's do a few of them and then just feel, just feel into your body. It's about really about feeling and thinking into a different, slightly different way. Just like when you try new foods, if you try a new cuisine you've never tried, I've never had Ethiopian food. You have Ethiopian food. Wow. I, I, I kind of liked it. Yeah. And I kind of get their culture now. Right. And I'm right. kind of interested in their history. Yes. I totally right. All these that. doors yeah. open. So it's mm-hmm. even, it's the slight. Just getting them into a feeling and thinking slightly different through natural techniques is yes. kind of where we're yeah. at with the simplicity of bringing people on board, you know. I, just the experience of it. Yeah, it it is. And I grew up in a place where in Portland, Oregon, and with punk rock scene and country music was not cool. And I, because life took me down a different path, I ended up in a car with a gentleman going across the United States and we went through New Mexico and Arizona and Texas. And he was playing country music for me while I was there and looking at the big sky and looking at the scenery. And it reminded me of what you were just saying. It's just like, I totally understood country mm. music because I went to, you know, country <laughs> and saw the cows. And I was like, oh. It fits That's here. why they're <laughs> why they made this music. But when you grow up next yeah. to the rainy river and punk rock and skateboard, we're right. like those guys. They, they don't understand. And you're like, well, go check it out. Have you listened mm-hmm. to Mongolian music? <laughs> no, I haven't. It's the country music of Asia. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, because they're the country people with the hats and the horses and the saddles and the livestock and the farms right. of that region. Yeah. Their music is the same as country music with their plucked stringed instruments and the down, 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 down. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. It's, it's, it's almost trippy. It's like, what happened? Did they emulate country music? But no, they're just country folk, yeah. right? Horse folk too. Yeah. Horse has something to do with it. Yeah. They're expressing folk. their experience through music. And right. a lot of, we do, I guess, all share, have shared experiences no matter where we're coming from, yeah. right? I mean, mm-hmm. maybe something we, for you know, culturally things are different, but uh, eventually, you know, we all have feelings and feelings need to be expressed. And that's what music and, and art is for, right? And totally. so eventually there's going to be parallels, mm-hmm. I, guess, I suppose. And music is sound. It's going to make you feel and move and act in certain different ways depending on the music all music mm-hmm. is sound but not all sound is music yeah i like that so so young torquem is growing up in california and yeah what, what, so what city i'm just gonna spill the beans are we doing it all here yeah, yeah. long story yeah. short the biggest <laughs> contribution to my life and doing what i'm doing uh-huh. was like screw the system screw uh, a corporate job whatever like like the education uh, the student student loans like me having a master's degree now I'm all of a sudden accomplished right. I was 8 and I thought that was dumb Oh, so you're eight years old and you, you were already. I was an atheist at nine. I was like, there's no such thing right. as God because I just prayed and how dumb of me to think someone heard that. That's, right. That's a stupid idea. <laughs> okay. Okay. There's no God. <laughs> so you were challenging. You've been challenging. Uh, Absolutely. Okay. Since no. you were young. And I refound my spirituality at like 20. Through okay. psychedelics, I was like, "Oh my God, I've been I've been bullshitting around and saying dumb things and challenging myself, right, and challenging the world." And here I am, like having these very, very pure, angelic, harmonic, soft downloads. What were you doing before you got into psychedelics? Um, what was the path? What so, were you so doing? that's what I was going to say. The biggest contribu- contribution to me doing what I'm doing was like I'm one of the kids in the '90s 
who is like, well, he's hyperactive. He's also very smart. His linguistics are very high and all this testing and stuff in fourth, fifth grade. But we got to drug him. He's so hyper. So I was a part of the riddle in the 90s sure. thing, right? Yeah. So there was ADHD. This, uh, ADHD. I had yeah. no idea, which I don't even believe in. I don't think it's the real thing. Right. You just, I just think you, you just got too much I think, energy. I think humans evolve <laughs> and we're, we're resilient and we have certain skills that, that are based around our evolution and hunting and, and being agile and not sitting in a desk reading a social studies book. You know, there's something about children and their learning that I think we're going to get to. But yeah. I feel like I was uh, shorted on my childhood education. Like I hated the whole process and I just didn't ever felt um, understood or heard. And on top of that being drugged, you know, like, like everyone just wanted to help me and I don't blame them. And there's so many people I've met now that I'm like, wow, that's a shared experience. Like millions and millions and millions of kids. I used to teach kids actually. And I taught at the same school that I went to. And when I taught there, I had kids that were, I was teaching music to that in the same, almost in the same room I was in and they were drugged. And I was like, this is crazy. Now I'm like an educator to them. I saw the whole mechanism for how we dumbed down and we basically chemically through laziness and like, wow, we don't want to deal with it, whatever. Let's just do what the doc and do what the system says. Just drug the kid. It'll help him through that process. We actually introduced like speed and meth to our kids' brains when they're like 13, 14, and this is before they're done developing, right? So you're like influencing their ne- neurology and the biochemistry. So at 2021, psychedelics, like seeing all of this, right, in my life and like, holy shit. And like always knowing I was going to live up to something in myself, a great potential that I felt like I had to live up to. Um, I knew that I'm going to I'm gonna get involved with expanding my consciousness. Sure. Getting to the core of this. Uh, I left L.A. I lived in Iowa. For two years Oof. at the Marishi cult. I'm sorry, oh, Marishi University. The TM <laughs> Meditation University, where I learned meditation, Vedic meditation, sustainable living, art. I went to Occupy Wall Street for 30 days and slept on the concrete floor and was an Occupy Wall Street kid. Mm-hmm. I came back to LA 2012 and I did sounds for Michael Brian Baker, who taught breathwork to Ashley at Bhakti Fest. Okay. And this is six months after I created something called Quantum Harmonics during my studies there. Uh-huh. And Quantum Harmonics was made as a direct. Literally, literally alien slash angelic download in my ear of what I like, like just do this and you'll be taken care of the rest of your life and everything that you've ever th- thought and felt you're right. And there's something coming for you. Right. So I was like, I don't know what it means, but fine. And I took it and I went with it and it was packed. Every Sunday was packed. I came back to LA six months later. I'm supposed to return to Iowa to finish my studies in September, October. I didn't return because three women were who I did sessions on Bakhtavish were like, you need to stay. That transformed me. That helped me with my sleep things happen to me. You need to stay and do this. And I've just been here since that's really the story. Um, fast forward. I've been, I've been up, I've done work with thousands of people, um, corporate wellness programs, individuals, groups, whatever, but I'm most excited for what's to come. And I don't even know what the hell that is right now. So, and I'm turning 30 in March. So I'm super excited. Like I'm at a place where <laughs> children, it's just funny, you know, like you're, you've got all your shit together. You know what you're doing? No, I yeah, don't yeah, actually. You know, and yeah. that's the thing is in my experience right now, I'm like, I need to get my shit together because I love what I do and I, w- I just want to be more professional with it and just really step into that. But I'm also learning and growing and accepting that process. Right. But but I appreciate you saying that, so right. thank you. Right. So anyway, did, also that's a little bit of my, my yeah. spiel. I'll wrap it up there. Yeah. No. 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 How, no. how did you guys how like did, that? How did so you're coming from the movie industry and you're getting into mm-hmm. breath work and you were doing meditation as well and right. sound and so you both come from sound mm-hmm. backgrounds. You yeah, working, that was the connection. 
Yeah, I... I think well, you attended one of the breathwork sound healing events. One of the guys, yeah. yeah. I was working with this gong sound healer uh, who has been doing really well. He's been packing this uh, church with, like, hundreds of people. His name is Guy Douglas. And he's leading the acoustical sound healing movement. But me and mm-hmm. him used to work together for a couple of years. We used to do these really awesome events in Brentwood mm-hmm. when I first started, um, shortly after that Bhakti Fest in 2012. And I think Guy asked me to come and facilitate breathwork at one yeah. of them because he met Michael, my teacher, and so I did, and I went. I was going kind of regularly there for a minute, and he Torkum was at one of them, and I was just at that point wanting to start facilitating more of my own sessions and wanting to do more collaborations, and so we just talked at one of the the sessions, and then I think maybe like close to a year later or something, we just stayed in touch and would see each other a lot at different events. And then Torquem got this space in Santa Monica, and he called me up. I remember I was like on my way to a festival, and uh, and he was like, "Hey, let's do this thing like once a month. Let's like do it like once a month. Let's do this together, collaborate." And so I was like, "All right, let's do it." And so that was three years ago. We've been doing one or two sessions every month for about three years together. That's great. So the working relationship and I'm, I'm a, it it flows really nice. My experience with it was I had. It was phenomenal for me. I had a, such a great time last night. Um, yeah, that's something we should have said probably a yeah. lot earlier. Yeah. <laughs> we both enjoyed yeah. this. Yeah. And I think we both came from places where we grew up where this wasn't the norm. I, right. I, I know this didn't exist yeah. Yeah. except for about six years yeah. ago. But yeah. still, like even anything surrounding this would have been, no, bro, mm-hmm. get on your skateboard. <laughs> shut mm-hmm. up. Totally. What are you talking about? Yeah. You're going to yeah. chill out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And I also was ADHD and yeah. the same thing where this, it, 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 this is, so I'm talking to the audience, please. It, it, this is a cool thing. Check it out. Try it. Yeah. I, I, I would definitely recommend I mean, it. Even, I work with kids with these sounds. I, I can't and, imagine. And, and you have no idea how, how much better it is as an alternative therapy for their parents. Oh, like, I don't know what the hell me. to do and no one can direct me in the right place. I'm like, this is why there's a sound-based system mm-hmm. that brings coherence to the brain and lowers the frequency to a space in which they can naturally reach a space yes. of balance and calm mm-hmm. that can be felt for an amount of days. And it also creates a, a condition like like a, a, an asteroid in space is, has a collision as is, is a trajectory. And if you just flick it a slightly bit, it's completely light years off course down the road, right? right? It's the same thing with a kid's brain at that developmental stage. Yes. One pa- ma- powerful sound healing session or meditation session that can lower the frequency and kind of cause this little shift is enough to create more shifts. Right. So it starts there. And so, so yeah, f- screw the drugs. It's not, it, it's, there's no need for it at this point. Mm-hmm. Right? The, the drugs and the ADH label to me are their 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 way of labeling a group of people that aren't good at fitting into their and mm-hmm. current and the current system. That's correct. Totally. And it doesn't make you wrong. That's correct. Just, like, this is just the way they're doing it right now. Mm-hmm. Quiet sitting down time to me is not a good idea. <laughs> I, I literally no. remember the doctors yeah. telling me like and my mom and even the, the faculty at the school saying he's very intelligent. He's very smart. His problem solving is high school levels, linguistics, you know, all these different, these yeah. areas. I've heard this measured, I've heard measured speech, me and yeah. being like, mm-hmm. he's more than intelligent for his age. Then what the hell the fucking problem? Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. Like, How do you, you, so you know all that about me, they but he me, won't dance in they that put me corner. In like a, they put me in like a special needs class. Me too. For this condition. Yeah. They took me out of my yes. all so males PE class, me all too. male PE class because my grades were slipping. 
Because I was getting seized. I was like, fuck school. So because of this condition, they're like, well, what do we do with my mom? Well, we're going to put him in a resource class. So I was in a class of nine other people who had serious mental learning, disability, learning, learning, learning mental yes. disability. Yeah. And I yes. used to have to walk out of there with the embarrassment. So then they gave me a TA, my own personal TA that would take my notes and carry my backpack. And seven oh, no. grade. while I was a skater, I was skating. I had a yes. girlfriend. We were making out and freaking, but you know, <laughs> making out my girlfriend, hanging out my skater punk friends at lunch. I love your story. And I had a TA going around, holding my backpack, taking my notes for me. It worked out great. <laughs> so it was kind of like shameful and traumatic, but also yeah. like just hilarious. Right. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Life can be shameful yeah. and traumatic. Totally. That is for sure. Yeah. Well, this is what I found last night. I th- at the at the very least, at the very least, I, it, it it gets you centered, right? Even you know, even if you don't want to call that healing or whatever, whatever. What it, what it did is for me. I came into the to the night. Uh, I was in a kind of a rotten mood all day. I was just grumpy, you know. You, you we all have our personal stuff, that, you know, that you just you, you bring to the table wherever you go, and so you know you're short with your significant other. And I was kind of having that kind of day all day yesterday, but I was kind of I was looking forward to this because I knew like the reset that could possibly happen and without putting a lot of expectation on it. And so it, it's, it's funny what our habits do, you know, as in when I was in acting class, Oh God, I did it. I'm two for two now for each episode, but <laughs> bringing up acting or whatever you would, we would do a lot of breathing and stuff like that. And, and we talked about bad habits that would um, keep you from being able to express yourself. And like, like what all the things your body will do to fight Mm-hmm. You pro- moving through it. So last night for me, the way my body was fighting, f- fighting was that like when the breathing, you know, like you can't focus on the breath. You take two or three breaths and then all of a sudden you're already thinking about how I'm going to make this podcast work tomorrow. You know, like, and then you're like, oh, okay, I'm not doing that. And so you go back. And so once you're able to kind of work through getting through all your thoughts and everything, the next thing that happened was that my ba- body started cramping up. My back started. So like I had a physical manifestation of being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And so I'd had to squirm around and get comfortable. So like all these things that are making me fight through what's going on. I don't know if you guys have had the same thing. Mm-hmm. So that that was one thing I Absolutely. had to work through. Every time I breathe, I'll feel right. tension points in my body right. start to, you know, the same thing that you're saying is a very yeah. natural process. That's how mm-hmm. tight we all are, actually. Yeah. And then so my back is cramping up. And I, Pete, Pete, I think you said your back was cramping up. Yeah. You just get to a point where you're <sighs> Like the silence, the quietness makes me want to think. The first thought in my head is, am I doing it right? Am I doing it wrong? Right. Was right. that last breath really from my gut and that one <laughs> after that really from my chest? Am I keeping yeah. up? Am I keeping up with everybody? And then for me, I started to go in and out, but not not to, not to sleep, which did happen. I did go to subconscious land. But to that place that you're at when you're uh, half asleep, half awake, I don't know. Theta levels. Theta levels. That's just below beta. Right. Yes. Yes. Incredible. I went in and out of that. I was like surfing back to Mm -hmm. consciousness. And uh, so that's in Vedic um, knowledge. That's mm-hmm. where you can use sutras, yogic sutras, in the mm-hmm. subconscious layer between deep sleep delta and active mm-hmm. is that space, right? Okay, that's where you can actually be intimately connected to your subconscious mind. Yes, it transcends the conscious awareness. Yes, so you can use if you have the awareness of the mantras uh-huh. and you're like saying them in that moment, mm-hmm. then you're basically instilling your subconscious mind with a program. Mm-hmm. I like that this. when you come outwardly from. Okay. Your conscious mind doesn't have to think think of because you're 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 like acting outwardly from 
implanting in that subconscious. So Almost like you're putting it, you're folding it in, in the mix. Yeah. So that space is more than just, oh, I'm really restful. It's also like, oh, I could do some work in this place. So you could yeah. take some of your fears and stuff them. Yes. You could just say, mm-hmm. get out of here. Yeah. yeah. You can like access your fears in that that's space. That's hypnotherapy. That's yeah. what they do. They yeah. They get that to that level, right? That's, that's the same state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So but, before but I could get there, though, yeah. before I had to get, could get there, I had to. Like I went through this whole. Like I started connecting to the music. I really started feeling the music, and I had a like a not a breakdown, but I got emotional. I got super. I got overwhelmed with emotion, mm-hmm. which is I think also something. So it was like these three steps of like having to fight through it. And once I got through the emotion, I, I landed in this space right. where all of a sudden I'm I, 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 like visuals start coming at your brain, right. and you know, start seeing faces, and like it was just this. It just became very clear, and then time went away for a second mm-hmm. or for i don't know how long totally it just goes away it's a and then, yes. it's a complete yeah. um, arc it's yeah. a hero's journey everything you said is is, is shared it's not mm-hmm. just for you it's yeah. also like everyone else had the same arc yeah. as you yeah for all you know you it's know? it's it was amazing and then and then so you're again so you go through that and i'm in this this state and then you you wake up from it you know because you're you, i panic you know i don't want I, I panicked i'm like oh what did I do? What happened? What happened? Yeah. Where'd yeah, I go? Check, yeah. Where'd I go? What did I check out? Yeah. And then, and then, but you're already kind of tuned in. Like my experience was like, yes. it was easy to get back <laughs> yes. and forth into that. Maybe right. not as intense as that, that first where you you realize that you don't know where the hell you just were. Right. Yeah. But and Be- it, believe it or not, that session we did, if we were to be like, okay, everyone 30 minute inter- intermission, go take a break and, and get some food and come back. We're going to dive into part two and did the same thing a second time. You would consider the second time to be the really more like probably expansive, restful one. Mm -hmm. I'm using this to illustrate how much the session, if you don't do this regularly, like the first one or the first couple is simply just almost getting ready to even know how to have cleansing and a purifying to get your body ready, which is what you're going through that physical pain or the emotion coming up. It's because we store all of this stuck energy in our body that manifests as physical discomfort or emotional things that we haven't felt that we've been carrying the load of the world on your back. Right. Right. Heaviness on my chest. These are real things. Yeah. Yeah, who knows when you needed to express some sort of grief or sadness or joy or whatever that you yeah. didn't and you stored it in your body. And so with the breath and That's the, the key. sound. Well, she just says the key that we're not conscious of when we store it. We mm-hmm. think, oh, I'm very good yeah. at always being aware of and in tune. Yeah. No, there's sometimes something happens and just you just you don't respond in the way that you you really should. Right. And you just go, mm-hmm. oh, it's not a big deal. And that's actually a har- in, a, in a way harming yourself because mm-hmm. as we're learning you're holding on to something that mm-hmm. you rightfully know you shouldn't be and you're, yeah. you're deciding to wear it basically yeah, yeah and if you do that Oof. long enough it builds up and the last place these types of things build up is in a physical manifestation as a dis-ease aka a disease right and or a tumor these things like one of my teachers actually talks about tumors as solidified sorrow and so when you, solidified sorrow. That's good. Yeah, because we don't have enough places in our culture where we're allowed to grieve. Right. It's not acceptable. People don't know what to do when someone's crying. Yes. You know, there aren't these places where like in some cultures they have wailing walls where you can go and literally wail and just let it out. And we don't have these spaces where that's allowed. And additionally, we don't rest we don't create space in our lives for proper amount of rest where we can process all of these 
emotions and thoughts and things that we pick up along our days, we just keep going, especially in like busy, big cities like Los Angeles. We're constantly moving and moving and moving. And if you don't meditate or you don't just take the time to slow down and then you come to one of our sessions, you may have a residual buildup of things that you've been carrying for your entire lifetime if you've never done something like this. And so that's why it's a process and it's a practice. And we always encourage people to keep coming because it is, it takes time for all of that to move through you. And then, you know, something else happens in your life that you're not necessarily paying attention right. to. And so it really is an essential part of our health and it's wellness. the only thing that's gotten me through the insanity of the last couple of years of my life. And like, um, just the transitions that comes with like, you know, I feel like stepping into your thirties is kind of a, if you could just remember whoever's listening, if, you, if you're past that point, like what that's. Oh, like I can do, remember. Right? It's kind of crazy. <laughs> right? That's only 16 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I hear from a lot of people like, oh, you're 29. Good luck. And I was always like, yeah, yeah. But no, seriously, it's a bit crazier. But it's the only thing really that reliably works for me. Like food. I like food. I like, you know, sometimes a nice good meal makes me happy. Or you know some right. some, some grass or another. Right. Yeah, 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 love but, it. But, yeah, but but showing up to not just facilitate, but be I love in that a room. He said grass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. You, you kids smoking dope. <laughs> you kids smoking dope in there. Hey, you got that <laughs> real great California grass, marijuana cigarette. Let's roll a doobie and have a good time. It's legal now. I don't have to worry. Y'all got that yeah. chiba? I had that whole. What if this podcast is listened to thirty five years from now and yeah, I'm yeah. a politician? Now forget that. Yeah, So yeah, it's like it's the one thing that I can honestly say. Doing these sound sessions, doing these breath break sessions, being in that room that has kept my sanity. And I don't know where my mind or my consciousness would be without it. And I feel like it's sharpened me. It's made me more yeah. connected to my sense of self, my sense of like my skills, how I think. Um, just like Confidence, you said, just like you said, who, you you, are. who I am. When you came out of the session, you're like, I just felt centered. I just, I don't know. I just, yeah. all the stuff, felt, all the, yeah. like being short with your uh, significant other and this unnecessary, like not thinking about the fact that one day you're going to like leave your body and you're going to look over and be like, what the fuck did I do? I could have been great in all these moments. Like you don't think about that moment where you're over overlooking your life post post death when you're like angry and bitter and stuck in the human ego. Right. You don't think about like that glorious, like, wow, every moment's sacred, you know? So it's like, this thing is, is if anything, this for me is the moment where I'm like, wow, this is like my church, my, my sanctity, my Mm -hmm. moment to drop into myself. And yeah. to connect with the value that's in every single human, and we do that collectively, and it has maintained a level of sharpness, youthfulness, like neural health, healthy, coherent brain levels that I really attribute to this kind of work. And being a facilitator of it is like, I'm like, whoa, I'm super grateful I chose this path because I benefit from sharing the work mm-hmm. with other people yeah. in a different way because I don't get to lie down and dive in, but I still get benefits being in there, you know? Mm-hmm. Don't you think that's kind of what church was, is yes. for a lot of people? It's the whole po- purpose of it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why they probably have the hymns and like they are making, you know, especially in totally. Catholic church and different, like the services they're singing and they're trying to like, that is a mm-hmm. version of, possibly of getting into those you know tonal so reaching altered states of consciousness right. through sound, using our voices. Yeah. sound and yeah. religion yeah. is a huge and connection the chanting right. you know mm-hmm. in catholic church we, we you know they have mantras that you do every mm-hmm. week totally. and it's it's a part of of just getting into that place and oh, i don't know that i ever experienced any sort of rapture or anything leaving church as a kid i was usually bored and i became an altar boy so that i could be up on stage and 
and have something to do during the, during the service. But And show off his gorgeous calves. Like, yes. Two for two, speaking two for, of. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so do, do you think that – so this is kind of uh, – uh, when you do this, it is – I don't know if it's a religious experience. It can be if you want to – like religious is such a coded word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it is definitely uh, an experience to, to help you connect – and do the things that church does we're not, for other we're people, not seek, right? Like we don't overtly seek to take people there, but if right. that's a byproduct of you moving through your shit and you happen to like think more deeply about your sense of self and place and reality in the universe and whatever, yeah, great, hey, mm-hmm. awesome, <laughs> you know? it's an awesome side effect. So I have, I have, I had an observation, and I've so with a, a lot of the, you know, uh, the sound work stuff that I've seen. It's not the young crowd. It's a it's a little bit of an older crowd. Is this can is that consistent with what you guys see? And then, whoa, why? And hello, younger people who are listening, mm-hmm. do this. Mm-hmm. I wish someone had told me. You keep talking about doing this yeah. with kids. I wish someone had told me. Mm-hmm. At so, first question: Do do you guys see younger people doing this? Now you said you're doing this with schools. Do you guys see younger people seeking this out? I'm not out? currently doing this in schools. I've worked, I've done events with like kids. I've mm-hmm. done a, a couple events where it was like children and bring your parents for free kind of thing, right? With a, a collaboration, and that was very awesome turnout and very successful. But and I've worked with individual uh, clients throughout the years, but right. um, yeah, it's not quite there yet, you mm-hmm. know, for the culture, for the culture, for everyone. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, breath work is starting to be through yoga, you know, like there's more kids and programs in schools that are showing up and teaching yoga and breath work is usually a part of that. I have taught some breath work to like college kids and uh, it's been very successful and they're actually really interested. But yeah, I would say overall that this needs to be brought to younger kids, you know, and that it's very valuable technology that if parents brought their kids, it would be incredibly beneficial for them to have these tools for their whole life. Yes. And there's, there's a lot of things that I've discovered in my, my life and now I'm 46, but in the later years where, and this is definitely one of them where I I thought, wow, this really would have helped me as Mm -hmm. as a youth. Mm -hmm. Darn it. So if you're out there, don't be afraid. There's a Chinese um, saying, it goes, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. <laughs> I love it. The second, the second best time to plant the tree is right now. Yeah. So you're not too late. Yeah, yeah. I knew you'd like that one. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do. I do like that. Second best time to tree is right now. Stop talking. So go pick up the guitar and play it. Yeah. Okay. I like that. That all this fits well. At the another thing I wanted to mention at the end of. The session you had mentioned, you know, don't go, uh, if you go home and sleep, mm-hmm. and uh, don't look at a screen if you get the if you get the chance. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is something that I didn't say last night, but this is something that Dan and I were talking about is kind of part of our the mission statement of our podcast. So it really fit in, you know. It's a you know we're trying to encourage people to get out, see new things, do new things. And, and, and with the community, with a, a focus on community. And, uh, I just thought, 
what we saw and funny that you mentioned don't don't go to the screen what we saw was was perfect the, the people were sharing it was it was creating community people were meeting people mm-hmm. i just thought job well done awesome I, thank you yeah, it was yeah uh, it was again it was I, I left very affected um and it was very necessary because everything was bound up in one part of my head and it was it literally like felt like a physical thing where things just moved to the side and spaced out into the right quadrant of my brain everything just was put in like it was like the puzzle pieces were put back together totally. in my head very well said so and uh, which is I mean, I'll be honest with you and with the listeners is that you typically, I'm not that self-aware. Typically, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm more an earthier and not an ethier guy. You know, I'm <laughs> love that. Earth and not in the ethers. Earthier, not ethier. Yeah. You know, you know, so, so somebody who, I'm um, somebody who enjoys sports and, and all and, and physical activities and building stuff and, and isn't necessarily into, um, deep spirituality. This was, one of the most effective and grounding things I've ever done. Wow. That's so beautiful. as far as like I, all I, I came home and I had to go write. I didn't, I didn't go to an electronic device, but I did go to my, my little journal and wrote pages about, cause I didn't want to lose what had happened. I wanted to be able to reflect on everything mm-hmm. and read. Cause you know, you, after a few hours, like stuff just like details forget, start to slip yeah. away and. Like I just wanted to be able to re- recollect it, so one, so that I could have this conversation and have it be fresh in my brain, but two, because it was I was inspired, you know, and it, it left for those who are le- looking to be how how do I continue to be creative or I'm stuck mm-hmm. like this like the breathing and the sound stuff it gets you into a place where you feel like you can be creative like it's it gets you into this place where I I felt like I could I could write. Or I could. I just wanted it's, to do. It's stuff not meant at, to be yeah. foreign and um, alien, and, right? And that's the thing about. I'm so grateful to work with Ash on this. Is we both have this approach where we have one leg in, like more spiritual culture, and and we're connected to hundreds of people. Whether yeah. festival, Burning Man culture, you right? Know, um, the West, the West Side spiritual uh, spaces. Like, there's so many uh, people in that culture, right? And and rules and principles that and dogmas almost that are yeah, right, surrounding yeah. that culture. Right. And we also have a leg. She's a music supervisor in, in, right. in Los Angeles, California. Yeah. Okay, she works with professionals across the board. Right. I come from. I'm from here. I'm 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 from the valley. I'm one of those. But so I'm not really from the hustle <laughs> and bustle of right. L- L.A. You know right. per se. Um. But so but I've met a lot of people and I come from a family like I said with a lot of. Uh, 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 scholars and and really smart people. So we also have a leg in like logical tangible and just like yo mm-hmm. let's just cut the cut the bs right let's just right. get to like yeah. what really works right so mm-hmm. my approach with my sound i have had to leave overtly leave the space of this is dna healing for upgrading your fifth dimensional third eye pineal gland whatever right and it and which is what i thought i was really into when i was 25 you know 24 and i've completely surrendered and let go to the process of really letting it step into a science a tangible something that's less of something that's like oh is this liberating my trauma and fear like this youtube frequency Ooh, oh it's liberating my my deep my do you ever see those right? oh yeah it's like i never believe any of those instead my approach has, has always been like if people can feel the music feel mm-hmm. the vibration and let that move through and have it be balanced right. and, mm-hmm. and reflective of natural movement of sound and structure which is what i set out to do with quantum harmonics then let that be what influences and affects them, not some arbitrary weird frequency that's they're being told is doing something that they can't ever validate. Yeah. So that's found root 
one foundation for quantum harmonics has always been people need to really feel and be moved by this. I need to be, and that's mm-hmm. why I'm facilitating it. She's the same. She's the same way with her approach, and that's why what we do is so I think grounded in a human and and also um, compassionate, but very mm-hmm. human and relatable, accessible, um, kind of accessible community. Yeah. Event. Yeah. Well, I, I I really really felt this way that. I, I had trouble with school with ADHD and a bunch of other personal issues that we're not going to get into. And it, 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 the way you two both spoke to me, and now I've done, I've worked with you before, but the way you both, uh, spoke to me made me feel so safe and so okay to do it my way. Mm-hmm. And that whatever way it came out for me was, was it. And, and, and that's a, that was, it was good. It was just the I healing took, just in that itself. Yes. That allowance. Yes. We don't want to take that from you. Yeah. Well, and I, in that space, I was able to take note of my, so the in and out place that you called the, you used a great. The theta levels. The theta levels. When I was there, and, and now I'm reflecting upon it, I'm, I'm understanding I'm the one who's beating me up. I, mm-hmm. cause you guys both said as teachers, do it your way, enjoy it. And I was, I locked into that. I was like, okay. I'm gonna, and because and I and I, and I made this thought in my brain like because they were that kind then I'm going to do the job twice as good so I'm 125 percent I'm going to stay right on time I'm going to do the breath and then I'm fading in and out and I'm and the first thing my head says to me which you screwed it up you're not on the breath you screwed it up yeah you screwed up. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to take note of that. And the next time I do this sort of thing, it's I'm, not just I'm going that. after that. It's like that. going into the dark mm-hmm. abyss, the cave, getting on the rocket ship that's going to Mars. There's the voice, which is the demons, right? right. The, the, actually, the angels with the demon masks that are like, you're not good enough. Yep. You won't do it. You did it wrong. So, so that's, yeah. that's just simply phase one of the story, yeah. right? That's yeah. all that is. Yeah. It's, yep. it's, it's rejecting the things that are going to help you. It's, yeah. It's mm-hmm. your habit saying, this is yeah. making me uncomfortable. Right. Mm-hmm. And, I'm growing. Yeah. No, right. and then you get to <laughs> see it. You get to slay it, which is right. great because yeah. within that session, you get to like let that die and be reborn rewire again, it. And rewire it, and actually support new ways of, of thinking and being. And those are literally wired into the neural chemistry. Which is, by the way, do you know that you can teach an old dog new tricks? Yes, ninety-seven percent of the brain is rewired daily through your activity. Now, if you get up and do the same thing every day, you're reinforcing existing neural connections. If you get up and do variable you know kind of switch it up and you work out this day and you're you're 85 it doesn't matter you play chess that day with frank and you go to the park with right. susan you are creating new pathways yeah. with yeah. all of your i don't think my wife would like it if i went to park with susan <laughs> yeah <laughs> susan <laughs> she's so good at chess i'm sorry i thought your wife's name was susan forgive me <laughs> uh, she doesn't know about susan <laughs> susan's off the record yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. thank you guys both for thank giving you. us that feedback though because to bring it back to something we were talking about earlier of this whole like people calling themselves a healer. I've never done that. I don't feel comfortable with it. I'm not doing anything to you. Right. We're just creating a space for y'all to feel exactly what you felt. Like you do your own thing. We provide a safe, comfortable space for you to relax and to go within and do your own healing. It's not us. And so I really, I just wanted to say thank you that you both felt that. Totally. Well, thank you guys. I, and I think you guys set it up that way. Don't come in with any expectations. There's no expectation here of anything. You're not mm-hmm. going to, whatever you had before, whatever you think you were going to do, it's not going to be that. So ex- experience what you're going to experience and let it just be. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, I think also another theme of what we talk about here is like, don't, when you're doing something, 
let it be what it is and don't put judgment before or after on what it was. It just, it let it exist in that moment. Mm -hmm. And I think if you do that, then, you know, healing is, especially when it comes to whatever, getting your brain, it's all whatever, it's all whatever you think it is anyway. Mm -hmm. Like there's no. And the sciences will catch up. Eventually we're going to find out, you know, very, very soon with a lot of new, you know, biofeedback and new metrics and new devices that can be able to inform us of actual data that can demonstrate, wow, we can heal ourselves. Wow, sound and breath and these right. non-invasive things coming together and breathing with three, four people has a stronger collective field because they're they're empowering each other's anatomy and physiology by presence of more than one person as opposed to doing it alone. Like they're gonna be able to find out and answer this stuff very soon. Right. right? And we're gonna be able to see and understand very clearly that um wow, we have not been putting our science hat on and and exploring all of these avenues to the capacity that we can and to to get and to Mm -hmm. inform us and it's a huge missing hole right now in this convergence of spirituality and science right which is like to what degree are we actually influencing our version of reality and this is why like quantum physics which demonstrates that a particle a wave particle a wave quantum photonic dual existence of you're right, being in the same place, uh, two places at the same time, or a particle that shares a, a bit of data with another part. Uh, basically, yeah. these particles can exist across time and space, right? Right. But, but but can be influenced in a quantum level within themselves. Right. So there's a lot going on between our consciousness and how we are interacting with the physical world, and we will soon have more answers here because there's some something's going on. And I think me and her are pioneers. We're like curious. And we're exploring this, and at the same time, people feel good. But we're going to get to the bottom of this. Is there more to reality than what we've been led to believe and how much we can actually influence that, including our own health and our mind? If I have cancer, should I tell myself I'm dead or should I say I'm dead when I'm dead? I'm going to live forever and then actually see how that works on me, right? Which level of mentality is the the better one for me to choose, even if it's real or not real? Placebo, not placebo. What the hell's going on here? Right. Yeah. That's my question. The power of positive thinking. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like that. That was good. And I think part of what I keep hearing here tonight is that the stripping of of labels, of uh, you guys taking the labels off of, you know, the expectation and, and then us as people who come in there and you learn like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm the one who's labeled it all this good, bad, wrong, right, all that. I did that. Mm-hmm. I, I, and and I can undo that. You can change the story. You yeah. can say something else. Yeah. Think something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. All right. We're at 515 right now. How are we doing? You you, you got to go? Okay. Okay. Let, let's wrap it up then. Um it, Thank you guys for coming. So much for having us. Um, mm-hmm. What's your website and yeah. like? Where, how, how can, can they people, find? How you? can they find you guys? What are your schedules like? Where? What? what? Tell we, us about it. We collaborate twice a month for an event called Pulse, and we're at the Den Meditation Studio in Hollywood on the second Friday of every month at eight p.m. And then we're in Santa Monica at the Continuum Movement at eight p.m. on the third Friday of every month. And then separately, you can find me at MoonEyeHealing.com. That's like moon in the sky, E-Y-E, healing.com. And I facilitate other situations too and do online programs and things. Cool. And you can find my website is TorkomG.com, T-O-R-K-O-M-J-I.com. It's the same as my Instagram, all my handles. Um, 
and yeah, you can sign up for my email list. I have all my most of my music is available for free download on my website. So that's a gift for all your listeners. Um, and I want to just thank everyone for tuning in. I want to thank you guys so much. Um, right on. For having thank us you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And one last thing, if you go to grandartique.com because you you didn't hear one of those things or you can't you forget all that just go to grandartique.com and leave a message there we're going to get a specific address for the podcast very soon yeah. or our Facebook page you go to our Facebook page the Grand Artique Facebook, Facebook page. page if you leave that's a message you, yeah, it says I want to talk right to those sound people we will get you yeah, in touch with yeah. those sound people yeah because yeah, right now uh, everything else is under construction so okay yeah. so Facebook Grand Artique yeah the Grand Artique yeah okay and thank you guys so much. Thank you. Have a good time. It was a pleasure. Okay. That was our interview with Ashley and Tokram. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. That was, uh, again, we had a great time talking with them and going to this thing down in Santa Monica was just, it was really fun. And uh, yeah, I hope, it was. I hope I hope you guys enjoyed listening to us talk about it. Um, it felt good because last time we felt a little bit like we were cheating going to our friend's band. And so this time it was good. It really was a stretch for us. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you have any uh, questions or comments, go ahead and go to our Facebook page, The Grand Artique, and talk to us there. Yeah. Uh, please leave a comment and we'll talk about it yeah, on air. Yeah. We are also on Instagram. Uh, the grand Artique is on Instagram. Uh, we don't have an email set up yet where our, everything's under construction right now. So those are the best voice, uh, best ways to get in touch with us is that, you know, on our Facebook page and on our Instagram account. Um, but, uh, thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much and for listening. We got another show coming up next week. We're going to hang out with, uh, the artist Evan York. Yes. Uh, he has a show coming up this week. Uh, on Sunset Boulevard. On Sunset Boulevard. Um, you should, it's on it's a Wednesday, Wednesday night. night. Wednesday yeah. night. You guys should go check it out. Uh, all right. Thanks a lot. And let me leave you with this little g- gem. Yeah. It's just supportive of like flushing the toilet within. Like a tool we can't control